Welcome Builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would like to welcome you to the Build Your Success Podcast today. You know how it goes here. We build you so you can build others. We do that through training and through special guests. And we also do it through training at your facility. So here we are today. I've got a guest for you. It's Nate Pio. Nate has a large background in purchasing in the construction industry. He's currently the vice president of purchasing and construction at the Lewis Group of Companies. He's also been the purchasing agent at California Pacific Homes and DR Horton, to name a few. He's got several others here, but he's got a great background in purchasing and construction. So Nate, welcome to the podcast today. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Yeah, and, and as a supplier or a subcontractor, you're one of those guys we always want to know, the purchasing agent. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy you're always trying to get to your foot in the door with, right? Yeah, and salespeople can make large, large men out of you with the donuts and biscuits and all those things that come with that role. <laughs> you have to be uh, very careful when uh, people bring all that food over. You'll put the weight on real quick. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I resemble that remark, so that's how that goes, Nate, so I appreciate that. Hey, listen, you're one of those guys like me. You, you, you got a full-time job, and yet you decided to do a side hustle. You also have a podcast, so tell our listeners about your podcast and why you did that. My podcast is called The All In Podcast with Nate Payo, and it started off as, as kind of an ex experiment, and I was thinking about this about a year ago, like, hey, every time in my career as I've grown my network of contacts within the industry, um, my career took a leapfrog. And I kind of looked at it, it was like, if, if your network is like your toolbox of solving problems, the more problems you could solve, the more valuable you are, right? So I kind of had this idea of like, hey, what would it look like if you tried to really grow your network as big as possible, connected with as many people as possible that in like a three to five year time period, what would that look like for your career development? And so I was kind of kicking this idea around and then I started thinking about some of the things I've had in the past of like why um, I had some failures or why some successes weren't as big as I had hoped they were. And it usually boiled down to somewhere along the lines, I didn't feel like I was good enough or smart enough or expert enough to keep moving forward. So I would give it up. I'd push to the side. So I thought, why don't I do this idea of trying to see how big I can grow my network. Also try to get out of my way of um, playing small and just start, just start seeing what that looks like. And one of the things that uh, came up was, you know, doing a podcast. And I was thinking, hey, you know, podcasting is, is, is a way to kind of get your name out there, get a little bit more visibility and start attracting people into your life, not just always going out there and, and trying to throw yourself out there. And so I was like, hmm, I should do that. But it felt uncomfortable. And so it also felt like that past me that said, hey, these are the things that are holding you back and you just got to do it anyway. So I said, hey, you know, if I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do, then podcasting is something I have to at least give it a try. I have to give it a long enough fair shake. So I didn't just go, hey, I'm giving up when the times got tough, but actually gave it um, a good go at it. 
And lo and behold, I started podcasting and started meeting a ton of people and having amazing conversations and turned into a lot of fun. And I, I think podcasting is just a fantastic way to get somebody on the phone or get them on a Zoom call, have a conversation about what they're about and, and pick their brain a little bit. And in other circumstances, you might not have had the chance to, uh, to do that because, you know, maybe you don't have a reason to reach out to them or maybe they're outside of your, I call it punching a little bit outside your weight class. Like if you've got somebody that you uh, respect a book they wrote, you call up um, your favorite author, they're probably not going to have a conversation with you on the phone about their book. But if you got a podcast, they might very well say, hey, yeah, I'd love to come on and, and talk about my book with you. So I, I, I find it's a great way to just meet people and have a lot of fun on the side. I wholeheartedly agree with you as a, as a podcast host doing the little that I do out here in podcast world. And it's been exciting. And the guests that I have have taught me so much. And it's just great interviewing other people, hearing their perspectives, and then sharing that conversation with others and get the feedback that you get from your listeners is just, it's just so important. You, you know, you talked about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I got to agree with you. When I first started this, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, who knows how to edit audio? Who knows how to do this? And all these things you have to do to support a podcast. Some would argue I'm still not good at those things, but I'm still working and pressing and learning. And, and, and tell us about how that your experience with getting comfortable being uncomfortable has been. Well, it was interesting because I thought some things were going to be really hard. and I thought some things would be fairly easy. You know, I figured, hey, um, the, the way my podcast evolved was, is, is like whenever you went out and you had a cup of coffee with somebody, or you had a conversation, the first time you met somebody and you're just kind of getting to know them, you sat there and you chatted with them for about an hour. Hey, what are you up to? What are you doing? How can I support you? I was like, that's kind of what I want my podcast to be like, because every time I leave those meetings, I'd be like, hey, there was a ton of value that was shared. We had ideas that we discussed. And uh, they probably wouldn't have came up under different circumstances. So I was like, that should be my podcast. Well, I was thinking like, how would I do that? And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll meet somebody for a coffee and record it. And so when I first started doing it, I thought it'd be like fairly easy to just get in a room, record it, have a coffee. Turns out it was pretty easy to get the person there to have a conversation, but it wasn't so easy to record. One, it's, it's a noisy and your microphone picks up a lot of stuff that you don't pay attention to when you're just sitting there. Like uh, one time I was just practicing my, um, my microphone and I was talking in it and I played the recording back and I heard this loud jet engine going across. I didn't even realize it, but a plane had flown overhead uh, when I was talking i didn't even notice it because you hear that background noise all the time but when the recorder's on it was just like it was hearing it and so recording live at a coffee house it's like you hear all the background shuffling and all this stuff so it didn't really work out too good um the other thing that was challenging for me was i thought i was going to have problems finding guests right so i was very like open to hey if you wanted to, to record uh you know in the morning or evening i was being i just like i'm gonna be as flexible as possible so i could get you on as a guest and what would happen is like all these people if i had a conversation like if i had a conversation say hey brian you want to come on my show do a podcast you're like yeah sure i'm gonna go book a time with you and you're gonna take the next available slot for you which might be tomorrow at eight o'clock and then but you have no idea that i had tuesday at eight seven nine and ten and so somebody else would all fill in those slots all of a sudden it had like three or four all booked in a row I'd be like oh there's a lot of conversations that was the plan on having so they were they were fun because i just kind of got thrown right into the mix of it 
Um, but it was also like a little bit of a learning curve of going like, hey, um, the, my idea of putting one episode out a week, I was recording too many to do that. And all of a sudden I had this huge backlog. So I had to start pushing them out faster. And that was a little bit of a challenge because I, I really didn't have the time uh, to do it. So I had to start looking for help. And the one thing I thought was going to be easy was like, hey, if I got a microphone, you just plug it in and everything's going to work. And, and uh, very quickly when I started doing it, we transitioned from live to Zoom. And I, I had like major issues, technic technical difficulties, like first starting out, like the first podcast I even recorded, recorded the whole thing with it on mute. And then others, like it was bad background. So like I was just constantly like, figuring out the technical side of it but like the part i thought was going to be hard with the connecting of people was surprisingly easier than than i anticipated yeah and that leads me to something i read here you wrote that says your goal with your show was to make connections with people from all walks of life that will change the way you show up in personal and professional lives so talk to us a little bit about how these connections have have had helped you to make the change well when I was starting off, I was thinking about like, hey, what should my like target be, you know? And so I was like, well, I like talking about construction. I do. And I also like talking about like startups and tech and building businesses and entrepreneurship. And I like talking about motivation. And I like talking about fitness. And I like talking about hobbies. And I was like, how can I pick just one? And then I thought about it a little bit. I was like, maybe I don't have to. Maybe it's all about connecting with people in the variety of aspects that they're about. So like, even though we are, uh, have the shared interest of construction, like we might end up having more conversation about the art of podcasting and that type of stuff because it's relatable. But what that does is it starts building friendships with people that you might not have otherwise uh, been able to do that because you're finding a relatable commonality in it. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to open it up to say like, hey, you know, it's whoever I find interesting that I can learn from. And then you're having conversations with people about all sorts of stuff, different aspects of life. And it's like, you know, when, when you just always fed the same uh, similar backgrounds, the same, same similar circumstances, your exposure to different ideas uh, becomes less and less. And I think when you want to have a variety of people with a variety of backgrounds, a variety of lifestyles, and a variety of industries that they're in, you're going to get exposed to so much more, and you're going to be able to take little lessons here and there that you can apply to your own life, which maybe come from a different industry, but they relate to the industry you're in. So that, to me, was what, really what it's all about. And, you know, I, I didn't expect this, but, like, I've had – podcast guests i've been a podcast guest on people in other countries like australia south africa europe and it's like you know those just blow my mind that you're having these conversations with people like they're right across the street from you but they're like you know clear across the world that that to me is just crazy but there's still you know it's all about human connection and i think that's what's important is that no matter where you're at there's still that that uh, commonality we hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. 
it's neat. You said the art of podcasting. I love that. And I like to have this analogy of I'm reaching up. Someone helped me start my podcast, a fellow podcaster, uh, Max Story, who's been a great influence in my life. He has the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. So go over and listen to that one if you, if you want to try another one out. And then someone, and I've got about two now that I've helped start their own podcast. And so, you know, this group of people that work together, network together and share their experiences. I say we don't have any competition. We're all here to help each other. The conversations that get started, as you allude to, you know, when you're having a, a normal conversation with someone, it's usually not narrowed down to a single topic. So mm-hmm. if you and I were sitting down for coffee, it would only be about construction. There'd be things about our hobbies and things about other walks of life. And so I think it's just natural that we can have a conversation. It doesn't have to be narrowly focused on, on an item. So that, that's just awesome. One thing you wrote down here, and I've heard it many times, but I always like to, to talk about it. Don't aspire to make a living, aspire to make a difference. And I think, I know you're doing that through your podcast, but, but what differences do you know that you've made and helped others? Some real world examples of that. Um, you know, interestingly enough, today I had a conversation with a guy that I met through podcasting and through promotion of the podcasting. So I started being a lot more active on LinkedIn to kind of drive, drive traffic, you know, and get the podcast known and recognized. And so I met him early on during COVID. He's like, Hey, you know, I like what you're posting and it's inspiring me to do a little bit better. And we'd have like these conversations, you know, at the beginning of March and um, kept in contact. And he's like, Hey, you know, we got on the phone today, just kind of check in, touch base. And he just goes, Hey, I've been following you now for about six months, and I just wanted to know that you really have had an influence on my life and, and challenged me to um, make the most of this time lately. And I went out and he created, um, he actually learned how to do some pool design, right? And he's like, I've been just, you know, doing my job, but, but I haven't been traveling as much because he was a traveling salesperson. He's like, I didn't, I didn't need to travel as much. So I found myself with more time. And I was a little bit bored. And, and I, because of you are inspiration, I went out, learned another trade, and I'm having a ton of fun doing this. And so I, I thought that that was interesting and, and really a nice thing to say, because a lot of times when we're doing something, nobody says, hey, you're really making a difference in my life. So we don't, we don't realize the impact we're having. And somebody just is inspired to go out there and do something better for their life that made a huge difference in it because of like your, the, your behaviors, your action, the, the example you're setting is pretty profound. And um, it kind of just makes it all worth it of, of trying to go out there and do, do good deeds and, and share your gifts with the world because you don't always know who might uh, be listening and, and, you know, might just have a small little shift in their life that takes them from, you know, a, a life of success versus a life of, um, you know, down, down the wrong path where, you know, it didn't turn out so good for them. Yeah, that's so true. I, I ran into a, a childhood friend of mine that we went to church together as teenagers and I had no idea he was listening to what I was doing or watching what I'm doing. And he says, man, what you're doing for the podcast and on LinkedIn posts, he said, it's just awesome. And it made me realize he's never commented. He's never liked, he's never give me a rating or a review, but he, when he saw me, he made me aware that he's listening. Mm. And I had to tell myself, and you know, you may go through this. I think sometimes, is it worth it? Is all this effort I put forth to do this worth it? And then something like that happens. 
and I, and I try to tell myself of the thousands of listeners, there might be 20 people that I've affected that way that I never get to find that maybe more, but you know, just on the small side, if I can help 20 people through a podcast, through a share, through my story, it's just awesome. And I, I think this is an art and, and I'm, I'm glad that, uh, to be a part of it and, and that you're a part of it. Yeah, I love it. And you're right. There's so many people that are paying attention that don't like and comment. They're just, there's what they call lurkers, you know, they're just, they're just watching, but they're influenced. And, and you kind of know this because like your LinkedIn, like on your notifications, like on your post, they'll say like, maybe you have like 15 likes, but then it'll say like you had 300 views. So it's like, you just can't go off of, you know, how many people like and comment if you did a good job, but how many people are actually watching it? Um, it's pretty, pretty amazing that you can have that level of influence just being, you know, average people just doing average things and then you're making a difference just by putting yourself out there. Yeah, it's a new world we live in with the technology and social media and these podcasts. And I tell everyone, you got a unique voice that needs to be heard. Start your own podcast. That's the way I was encouraged to do it. And mm -hmm. uh, it's just so many people can help others and will help others. And it's, I've enjoyed the ride. I know you have too. You talked about one of your big ideas on Awakenings was raising your standards. And I know my coach and trainer, John Maxwell, he's taught us the law of the lid. And, you know, we can only go so far as our lid is. And we got to move the lid up if we want to grow. And you've, you talk about raising your standards. I can see in your career you've been successful. So, obviously, you've raised your standards. So, tell the listeners a little bit about how to raise their standards. Well, I think raise your standards. I probably first heard it from Tony Robbins, famous motivational speaker. It was, is like what you um, – what you consider acceptable in your life is, is, is your standards, right? So if you want to get ahead, whatever it might be, like you want to learn a hobby, you want to, you want to grow your career, you want to show up in, in uh, your community, whatever it is. Like if you just kind of like show up once in a while, right? That's your standard. Your standard is average, right? So if you said, hey, I want to become very involved in this thing, you have to raise your standards and say like, what's an acceptable level of achievement for me. And if it's showing up five days a week, then that's your standard and you've got to raise it up. And so the, anything less than that is unacceptable. So when you raise your standards, I think of what you're capable of doing, it shows you that a lot of times you're kind of coasting through life with what you put forth your efforts into that you are capable of so much more. Because if you really put your, your head down and you just do the work, whatever it is, show up when you're supposed to, check the boxes, get it done. You do that consistently for an extended period of time, you're going to see results. So if you're not seeing results, it's typically because you're not showing up, you're not checking the boxes, and you set a lower standard for yourself of what's acceptable. So, you know, we high, hold other people to high standards a lot of times, like, hey, we went to a restaurant and it wasn't clean enough, or it wasn't, they weren't polite enough, or they weren't this and that. Well, raise those same standards for yourself. You know, did you um, do the things that mattered? You know, I think, you know, one of the things you start like the, that's resonated in my mind is, um, is doing things even when nobody's looking, like going and putting a shopping cart away or, um, you know, this is the one that happens to me all the time. Like I'll grab something at the store, right? And you're about to check out and you realize, hey, you know what? I don't want this box of cereal, whatever it is. So instead of walking all the way back to where it goes to put it on the shelf, you just kind of like chuck it behind the soup cans or something, you know, or, or put it off to the side. 
and somebody else has to go put that away. Nobody saw you do it. It doesn't matter. You know, there's people hired to rearrange the stuff, but it's just like just that small act of going all the way out, putting it back where nobody's looking or putting the shopping cart away. That helps you raise the standards of what's acceptable. And when you start doing those little things there, they start showing up for the big things in your life as well, too. That is so true. You know, I used to be a stockman, so I, I resonate with that one where people just leave these things in oddball places and then you got to go back. And of course, public supermarkets was where I worked and they got a pretty high standard themselves where everything's got to be on the front of the shelf and it's got to be pretty. It's got to be presentable to the eyes of the customer. And uh, so definitely those out of place items and, and got to go walk across the store. You know what? One of our former guests talked about owning your outcome. It was it's Cheryl Mays, and uh, I believe our, our conversation was on staying the course. And it's so true that, that we have to own our outcomes and be responsible. I mean, put the cart back, put it in the place it belongs. You know, pick up your trash or pick up trash you see that maybe somebody else dropped. Just be a compassionate person and, and do the right thing is, is, is what our country needs to hear, especially in, in today's environment. Mm -hmm, for sure. Absolutely. Well, tell us what else you're doing, man. It's going to be fun that our guests can hear about and find you. Um, so yeah, my website is natepayo.com. That's the easiest place to find me. That's going to get you connected to my social medias as a place you can find my podcast and as a place where you can uh, go check out my academy. I recently launched um, some sales training for B2B uh, sales, specifically for people in the construction related uh industries that might be selling um, building materials and how they can um, get in front of buyers and get a insight from the uh, perspective of a purchasing agent, help them do a little bit better job with their sales pitches. Boy, that sounds like a great course. So if you're in the industry and want to get those pointers and tips, visit Nate's website. I'll put all those in the show notes, how to get in contact with Nate is social media. For the listeners, I also want to make you aware, I am one of the hosts for Live to Lead this year. It's a Live to Lead 2020. It's a John Maxwell hosted event. We've got some awesome speakers lined up. John Maxwell will be speaking. We've got Kat Cole. We've got Steve Harvey. We've got um, Bill Mullally and then Craig Groschel. So these great five great speakers, they'll be speaking on October the 9th. And for the first time ever, John Maxwell is offering this virtually. So you can go to my website, www.livetoleadlakeland.com and sign up for our virtual event. So if you're in our area, you can actually sign up and attend the simulcast live with us in a room at the uh, RP Funding Center. But if you're out in, in the country or in the world, you can join us virtually. So please do that. I'll also put that in the show notes. It was great to have you on the Build Your Success podcast today. Listen, build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.